0: Welcome to the People Like Us podcast,
1: brought to you by PlusOneCommunity.com, the podcast to get a little bit healthier, to have a little more fun for a little while longer. Now get ready to learn something with host Gerald Mays and Chef Roberto Higuera.
0: Welcome everybody to the People Like Us podcast. I'm your host, Gerald Mays, and this is Chef
1: Roberto Higuera. And yeah, just,
0: I think you'd just be flip-flopping on me. I have to. It's all right. It is what it is. What's going on, Roberto? How's everything?
1: It's good, man. Everything's good. How about you? How's like, everything, everything going? Everything's
0: good, man. I can't complain. Uh, just maintaining and working and working and maintaining. That's all I guess I can do in life nowadays. Yeah, that feels <laughs> so the same way. It feels like the world is going to be opening up soon. Does it it's, feel like that to you? I,
1: I, that's what I that's the kind of vibe I get. I haven't really been reading too much about anything about as like I should be. But as far as like openings and stuff like that, I mean, I really haven't dug too much. I mean, but, there. but just like from but feels, a, from it feels a like feeling, it feels like it seems like
0: the whole COVID-19 thing is like the scare, at least like the right? scare has died down. And now the paranoia too a little bit. Yeah. And now we're just kind of settling into this precautionary. Just make sure you wash your hands, wear your masks. Mm -hmm. Don't get too close to people like we are. (laughs) And (laughs) you know what I mean? And just kind of do what what is necessary. I mean, I think the kids are going back to school soon. Yeah, my daughter, actually, my oldest one started. She's going two days out of the week. She's going Mondays and Tuesdays. My kids are not going back
1: to school because they're
0: older, but the younger. My my wife has to go back to school for two Mm. days out of the week. She's a school teacher, so so yeah, all of that stuff is just. Is that March first? I believe. Yeah, I believe so. However, this by the time this podcast comes out, it might oh, be. Yeah, it might already be It March might be 1st. mid-month. <laughs> but so, but it just feels like things are opening back up. I think yeah. in the state of Nevada, he's talking about opening back up. I know the hotels and casinos are talking about mm. opening back up to a twenty-four-seven platform. So it feels like we're we're getting back in there, and I'm super excited for that.
1: Me too. At least, kind of get out of this uh, weird normalcy. Yeah, it's kind of cool. I mean, all right, it sucks. It really sucks for yes. those who really, you know, got were affected by this. I know, and and I really do feel, you know, I feel for those people because in situ in the situation that I feel like I'm in, you know, I feel like I could have gone a lot worse, but it didn't. Yeah, because you caught it. Yeah, so- so- and then I caught it as well. But I mean, like just the whole situation in general, though. You mm-hmm. know what I mean. Uh, it, it could have been a lot worse. There's some that, you know, that, that was... It could have been a lot worse for you. It could have been a lot worse for me, yeah. but there was, you know, I, I was just saying, like, for those who, you know, who did feel that, I, I do feel, you know, some sort of uh, empathy for you, you know? Absolutely. And trust me when I say, like, we are not taking this junk lightly. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I've had family members pass away because of COVID. Uh, people that we know close to yeah. die have, have passed away because of COVID. So we're not taking it lightly at all. It just feels like... We're getting to a place where we may be able to get back to some sense mm-hmm. of normalcy. So, like when I think of the 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 great influenza pandemic back in the day, they eventually got back to some sort of normalcy, and I'm hoping that we can do the same thing. Yeah, so,
1: it's I'm,
0: I'm I'm longing for it, man. That's yeah. our that's our little two bits <laughs> on right. society, you know. And uh, I guess, like as always, what I want to start doing is giving them a brief little update as to what we got going on before oh, yeah. we start the show. And today. We are launching a full fledged social media campaign on Pinterest, Facebook, and Instagram. Oh, so yeah. make sure you follow us. We'll put the links in the description uh, in the show notes. Um, make sure you're following us on Pinterest, Instagram, Facebook. We are going to be doing live workouts. Oh, yes. Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. We're going to do our training 20 minute workout every single day Roberto and I yeah we also have some blogs coming down the pipeline from our recovery specialist Catherine Grosvenvic, uh our dietitian Crystal Petrello uh, as well as myself and Roberto um, our training manager uh, Benjamin Suimatsu, Um and we also may have some guest posts we're working we're in the we're in discussionary. Mm. phase of possibly bringing on a psychologist to help with, you know, mental health as well oh, yeah, as mental right. preparedness, you know, and, and, and behavior change. Cause people don't understand like to, to change a behavior that you've grown up doing forever, may be way harder than sets and reps yes. or eating broccoli or anything like that. It's all up here. Your, your health and wellness, it, 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 it starts between the ears. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if you look at any successful program, like the one that I can name off the top of my head is the Marine Corps, is that they take you through a 13 week phase where they rework your mental behavior. Yeah, it may seem like hardcore exercise and everything else, but no, they strip you mentally and then they rebuild you mentally Mm. to be tougher and stronger, to be able to withstand certain things. And that's not necessarily what we're doing here at Plus One, because we have a more lax approach as we're trying to get you to be a little bit healthier, to have a little more fun for for a little little while longer. longer. That's our approach. So we're not necessarily trying to strip you down, but we're we do want to dive into those things, and I think having um, a psychologist on board, or at least in consultation, is going to be definitely very, very beneficial. So be on the lookout for those things. If you're not already subscribed, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Make sure you, you know, become a member over at PlusOneCommunity.com. Push we have a, a lot line. of stuff that we're that we're pushing down the pipeline, and we would love for you to be a part of it. And with that said. Let's talk about some stuff, oh, what are we gonna talk about today i I have this thing when it comes to dieting, okay, right, and that we mislabel dieting and we call them diets, but really they're not diets oh, they're this. they're eating philosophies almost you know what I mean so there's really only three diets, right, and there are a ton of eating philosophies, so you would say. A diet and an eating philosophy are two complete different things. Absolutely, they're two totally different things, and you should look at them very differently, mm. right? So, and the reason, and, and there's a number of reasons why. And this is going to be really free, a free fall conversation. I didn't want to write out a bunch of notes because I want to talk from my own perspective and mm. not from a Perspective of everything else because if I tell people that that's not a diet, they're gonna tell they're gonna reference somebody who says that it is. So I'm really just gonna give my point of view as to that. So, fair enough, let's get started. Perfect. Are you ready? I am ready. Do you want to know what the difference is between a diet and an eating philosophy? Well, from earlier, from what you had said, don't tell people what I said. I said, Do you want to know? Oh, I, yes, I would love to know. <laughs> I would love to Well, know. you know what? That's a good question. Don't use what I told you. Okay. Right? Just tell me what, prior to that conversation,
1: mm. what is your what was your
0: idea of a diet?
1: So prior to our conversation and prior to finding out what an actual diet is, I would always think of it as uh, you have a keto diet, you have a paleo diet, you have a low-carb diet, you have a low-fat diet, you have a high-protein diet, you have all these kinds of diets that you should try in order to lose weight. Is what exactly, and I think
0: that's the that's the phrase that's embedded in everything that says mm-hmm. diet, right? But I think that's the wrong approach because you can overeat on a keto diet, you can overeat on a vegetarian diet, vegan diet, keto diet, or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. So, can, are they necessarily called diets? From my experience, there are only three diets. Okay. There is a diet that helps you lose weight. Which is a caloric deficit a caloric diet. deficit diet. There is a diet that helps you gain weight. Which is a caloric surplus diet. There you go. And then there's a diet that helps you not do either and maintain whatever you got. Maintenance diet. Which right. called a maintenance diet. That's it. How you choose to go about... Achieving those goals through diet determines your eating philosophy. So it's very simple. A weight loss diet would mean that you would have to eat from a caloric standpoint less than your body uses. Now, that is Mm -hmm. not a science. Like it's not a, you know, I can give you an equation and you can find that. To be honest, that number fluctuates from day to day depending on your activity, depending on, you know, how you feel, how you slept and everything else. There's so many variables that determines what you actually need from a caloric standpoint, from a day to day basis, Hmm. whatever that is, you need to be underneath it. So just to not leave you hanging your, how much, how many calories you burn throughout a day is dependent upon how well you slept the night before, Hmm. how hard you trained the day before, how hard you're going to train today, um, what you uh, are doing for recovery, your hormone levels, um, all types. There's so many variables. So there's so much and that is that's going to lead you into doing some really detailed research as to how your body operates. So you need to try. It's it's all trial and effort. So it's not twelve hundred calories is going to help you lose weight. It is. X amount of calories beneath what you use on a on a daily basis, and I would actually look at it big picture, weekly, monthly, whatever. That's going to help you to lose weight because it's if if we can come up with an approach that allows you to lose weight one pound a month every single month without any stress, versus losing ten pounds this month, gaining four pounds next month, and going doing this like up and down, which causes way more stress and strain on your body than doing it the very slow way, then why not do that? So mm. I think just finding out some baseline information about yourself would kind of give you a heads up as to how to approach your, your exercise and stuff. What do you think about that?
1: That's actually really interesting. I, I, I just can't stress enough though. At the end of the day, like with, with uh health and exercise, it's always, it's always about you at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. The, the more aware of, 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 of yourself that you are, the better results you'll see or the more adherent, you know, it's going to be for you as well. Um, understanding these, you know, concepts of of what an actual diet is and stuff like that is also going to help you, you know, adhere to that better and really look for those results that people are looking for, mm-hmm. you know. So, like, in, in the way that you just tried to, I mean, I'm just – Every time you speak about something related to nutrition or exercise, it just blows my mind because it's like, wow, always learn something new. <laughs> yeah, and then two, there's a uh, if you want to gain
0: weight, gain muscle or anything like that, you have to eat mm. more. That is, there, there are a lot of variables in that as well. We a person who is extremely thin, but and eats a lot, but can't put on weight. We call them hard gainers. Mm. so it's not a simple oh well if you eat x amount of calories more then you'll gain this many pounds you know like the the the, the, the going number is 3500 calories in excess will help you gain one pound or 3500 calories in in decrease will have you lose weight that's not an exact science it's a good like like a recipe right like mm. you were saying before like, it's a good uh, guy the other podcast it's a good guide mm-hmm. right but it's not exact. And that's the reason why I love our our philosophy on nutrition and the meal plans that our dietitian creates. And her explanation of it is like, don't get wrapped up in the the 50 calories here or the handful of nuts here or the spoonful of extra rice there. Like, that's not going to be enough to derail you. Now, if you're eating handfuls and handfuls of Skittles and shaking them up like sunflower seeds and and eating them up all day, you know what I mean? it's (laughs) a true story uh then then that may actually derail what you have going on but the little small stuff so it's not an exact science it is a guide Mm. just like a recipe it is a guide these are the things that get you in the game and then you look at those things and fine tune them along the way to see what how you can be more efficient at your game Mm. so there's there's the the detriment diet. There's the increased diet, right? And then there's a the maintenance diet. So you're at a place. You were, you know, 250 pounds. You wanted to be at 200 pounds. You are at 200 pounds now because you did all of the work. And now there's a different caloric intake that you have to take now to even it out. Now here's where we go wrong. Oh, if you if you decrease your calories way too much, okay. your body goes. They, I, they, I hate the buzzwords that they use. It doesn't. Oh. It's not a, a. What is it? A, a you don't go into starvation mode. Your mm. body just adjusts. It's. W- mm. We can liken it more to homeostasis than starvation mode. You're not starving. Your body just adjusts. It says, "Hey, Gerald." You were eating 2500 calories every single day. Now I'm only, now you're only giving us 1200 calories. So what we're going to do for the bit is we're going to dump weight. We're going to dump water. We're going to dump fat. We're going to dump muscle. We're going to dump everything so that we can live. Because your body itself doesn't care if it loses weight or gains weight. It only cares if you stay alive. Yeah, it's all that matters, right? It's so all that stay matters. stay alive. So it will do whatever it takes to stay alive. So if mm-hmm. you're only going to feed it 1,200 calories, guess what's going to happen? It will adjust. It will dump the mm-hmm. weight. And then it will live off 1,200 calories. Well, when you're dropping weight very, very rapidly and you get to that 40, 50 pound weight loss and you don't want to lose any more weight and you increase your calories back to what you believe is normal, your body actually would recognize that as an excess, Mm. which is why they always say, not they, I, why I always (laughs) say that losing weight slowly is a whole lot better Mm. because it allows your body to adjust to what you're trying to accomplish. If you do it too fast, like even gaining weight, if you try to gain weight too fast by shoveling snicker bars and stuff down your carcass, You're, you're not going to get there in a very efficient or effective way. You're going to add weight and it's going to store because your body doesn't have time to process it. So it's the same thing with decreasing. So if you do that in excess, your body will actually gain the weight back. And we've all been there, right? We've all been in this yo-yo like wave where you're like losing weight and then you go back to quote unquote eating normal and then you gain the weight back. That's because you did it. You've done it way too fast and you need to slow that process down. I would actually say if your goal is to lose weight, you should be somewhere around one to two pounds on the high end of weight loss every single week. The high end, really? Two pounds on the high end. Oh, but we're referring to like a a slow weight loss, right? On average. That is the most effective way. On average. That means if week one, this is what normally happens. Week one. You mm-hmm. start a new diet and you drop ten pounds because oh, that yeah. is freaking normal. That is not pounds. That is inflammation. That is usually water. Mm-hmm. That means you're eating like shit. Excuse my French.
1: You're eating like shit, and now you're no longer eating like shit. What's well, like How you said before, right? Because then your body recognizes like, oh, you know, we're not eating the excess calories that we're eating before. Now we, these, you know, whoever. You don't say me, for example, like, oh, now I'm feeding my body only 1,500, so now that's the body adjusting, it takes, right? it takes some time for your body to do that.
0: Usually in the beginning, it is a lowering of inflammation. Oh, okay. Usually a lowering of uh, inflammation means a dumping of excess water. Oh, so that's the so first like, thing usually yeah, to go. Okay. High, 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 a high-carb diet, you're going to be more inflamed. Mm. And, and I think sometimes we use the word inflamed. To cover everything and inflamed has like a negative connotation. Like Mm. we think of inflamed as being like sore or swollen, but it's really just water retention. So if you twist your ankle, that Mm. area becomes inflamed because your body sends sends nutrients via the transport or the car, which is fluid, water, Mm. to that area to help. He'll restore and protect like that's priority, right? Like it's it priority number one. Yeah. So anytime. So, and then also when you're eating carbohydrates, your body does retain a level of water per gram of carbs. I believe it is. Oh, we were discussing it. it? The other. You I, think what, I think it was like three, three or four, four. It's like three or four grams of water. Your body retains per gram of carbohydrates, or it might even be a one-to-one. I can't remember off the top of my head. I'll correct that in the show notes, but. So you're going to have that. So your first huge weight loss is going to be a a water. It's going to be water. Mm. It's not weight, so that that doesn't count. I'll also use that as your measuring stick. So come week two and three, it'll tell you how many how much weight you're losing. Mm. If you're losing five to seven pounds after your third week, every single week, you need to eat more food. Oh, because that's going by. That's going way too fast, and your body is signaling that. It's not getting enough food to sustain what it has going on. So it needs to and it needs to drop all of this weight to accommodate for the lack of food. That happens in you know, like that fasting and things Mm. like that. That's what will happen.
1: Oh, that makes sense.
0: Exactly. So the only caveat to that is if you are extremely overweight. Mm. So if you are, you know, thirty to forty pounds overweight 50 pounds overweight you know that one pound a week is is, is probably going to be your sweet spot if you're two to three hundred pounds overweight so you're like four four i don't well i guess two to three hundred pounds overweight depends on An the individual person. But if you're two to three hundred pounds a hundred to a hundred plus pounds overweight then your body may dump weight a lot faster and mm-hmm. that is that is necessary You know what I mean? So when you're weighing and when you're weighing your benefits and your and the issues, like the the issue of being that much overweight far outseeds losing the weight quickly.
1: Mm, Okay, I see what
0: you're saying. Like there are more health benefits in losing the weight quickly than to try to slowly drop weight at that stage. Yeah, you're already you've already spent too much time in excess. That mm. your body has it needs it, to it is extremely stressed out. Like there's, you got, probably have high cortisol levels and things like that. Where dropping the weight is beneficial, but for most people who are in the middle, mm-hmm. doing this, uh, doing this slowly is going to yield you the the most long term results. So when I was Overweight, lost the weight, gained the weight, started working, but couldn't, you know, all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And then restarted what I wanted to do in November. My only goal was to be less than the month before because I was taking it super slow. I have an ego and I like to train hard and Mm -hmm. I tend to be a little bit hard on myself. You know what I mean? Yeah. I tend to be a little bit hard on myself if I can't perform. So...
1: You kind of put yourself at this. That's what she
0: said. I tend to be be a little little hard if I can't perform. So I have to take it slow and I have to tailor all the Mm -hmm. way back so that I can yield some success. So we want to make sure that you're doing things according to you. Slow it down. Do it the right way. I went off on a tangent, but I'm going to get back on track. So three diets. Either you lose
1: weight. You gain weight, or you maintain weight. Those are the only three. Mm. And then now, in a way that to get there, that would be that would now we would start going into uh, eating philosophy, right? Th- that would be your vehicle. Your vehicle. There you go. Okay. So, so the road to either weight loss, weight gain, or staying the same. It's um, the same. It's, it's, for the same road, it's the same for everyone. The yep. same road. You can't overeat and lose weight. But how you get you there? Can't undereat and, eat and mm, gain weight. But how you get there, that's kind of more of a preference, whether if it's you want to get there in a scooter, you want to get there in a car, you want to get there in a truck, and that's kind of related to keto. And that's interesting that you
0: said that, right? Right. Like, like I don't even view it as a scooter, truck, car. I just view them as all the same car, just different colors.
1: Huh. okay.
0: Because obviously a scooter is a lot slower. Right. Right. Okay. I wouldn't say that any one of them are better than the other. Mm. They're all the same. Just different colors. Just different colors. Makes it. sense. All so, right, you're right. So Dave. let's talk about some of these eating philosophies.
1: Okay, let's do it. What's your favorite? Well, my favorite is one that I can stick to now. But. Well, that's your using <laughs> you're using my stuff. Because
0: yeah. <laughs> the best eating philosophy mm. is the one that you can stick right. to.
1: So, but if I so had to please, choose a favorite, though,
0: but please stop going online. Oh. Reading up the new fad diet yeah. and saying that this is the only way. It's, it is yeah. not. There's many okay. ways. Okay. There are many ways to skin a cat, even though you're not supposed to be
1: skinning cats. <laughs> oh my God. Is that an actual saying? That's an actual
0: saying. <laughs> really? Yeah. I read <laughs> a whole article on from PETA actually that came out with a bunch of sayings Oh to replace to replace these <laughs> actually, animal cruelty ones. Mm. Like there's a different like you can't say uh there's a bunch of ways to skin a cat. You can't say uh, two birds, one stone, I saw birds, that one. one stone. Uh it's one of my favorite ones. Kicking a kicking a dog while it's down or a horse while it's down, something, something like that. Something like that I don't know what you're talking yeah, about. That's the, you can't say you can't say that.
1: So well. But Peter isn't on my show, so
0: I'll say whatever <laughs> I want to. Sorry.
1: We all know it's a saying anyway. Yes. <laughs> no skinny cats over here, guys. No skinny cats. Yeah, we shouldn't skin cats, okay? <laughs> First of all. Jeez. All right. All right. <laughs> I digress. I like But <laughs> if I had to choose a favorite, I did try a, I did try a low-carb diet once, and mm-hmm. I really did seem to enjoy that. Um, did you enjoy it because of the results? I enjoyed enjoy, it because of the results. I didn't really enjoy the style of eating because it was a lot of, obviously, low-carbs. Are, are, are you still doing low-carbs now? No, I'm doing just whatever. Dude, I, you are literally
0: doing what I just told people not to do. The reason why you're not on a low-carb diet is because... You can't stick to it, right? Well, so but you, how do you enjoy something that you can't stick to you You enjoyed the results,
1: yeah. I, I enjoyed the results. Yeah. I enjoyed what I was eating, exactly.
0: And we, I don't, I don't want people to enjoy the results because the the re, the results you
1: shouldn't tie that right are temporary. That's well, what i to saying. This was before knowing. Oh, okay. What, you know what I mean? That's okay. what, yeah. Because I told you before, like the one that I like that I could stick to. You're like, well. Before that, yeah, before that, it was my it was a low carb thing. I understand. I, 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 I figured. I, I mean, from what I heard, I mean, again, it was kind of like those fat diets. Like, oh, the next crazy thing is, you know, eat yeah. less carbs, you lose more weight. And I mean, lo and behold, sure, it worked. I, I, I was eating less carbs, and I was just like, oh wow, I'm dropping weight. It's working. Yeah,
0: this is the diet. And honestly, like the to to understand all of the eating philosophies, and then and understand that they all play a a a, a role. It actually helps you long-term because in certain situations, you may be able to do this, but then once that thing comes up, you're able to transition into something else, right? Mm. So when my oldest daughter was born, and I was, she, she said I so had to be, what, 17 years ago? Dang, I'm old? Jeez. Damn. But anyway, so 17 years ago, when I, when I first started getting into just working out for myself, mm. I was poor. Mm. so I ate bag salad, canned tuna, and carrots every day., mm. and I was chiseled.
1: That's crazy, you know what I mean so like but I bet you, I bet that that almost i mean I'm assuming this is before all the knowledge you know now, but did that tie eating that food did that tie it down to like oh, this is what I have to eat in order to be the way that I am
0: It was a combination of what I already knew that I should eat with what I can afford. Mm. You know what I mean? And I think that is how we need to cultivate our eating philosophies. If we sign up for just one eating philosophy, like the keto diet, that is a, I don't care what nobody says, that is a very expensive way to eat Mm. to where all you can eat are expensive fats like avocados and stuff like that and meat. Mm. You know what I mean? And even avocados, they have a a very – nice chunk, a nice chunk of, of carbohydrates in it. So you have to limit your avocados and you're talking about, you know, 60% of your calories being from fat. That's expensive. Yeah, Not to is. mention you'd have to, if, I mean, if you're going to do it, you need to, you know, you need to purchase the ketone strips to make sure that you're actually in keto. Like it's just so much. Right. Mm-hmm. And if that fits for you and you love it and you enjoy it, a. You know, I because I, I know a lot of people, and we're going to go through a lot of the philosophy so that I can kind of paint some pictures as to who who benefits from this. Mm-hmm. Like I know some people who have benefited greatly from going keto. Yeah, you know why? Why? Because it help It makes them feel like they don't have to. They don't have to. Keep. They don't have to not eat certain things, mm. right? Like they can go out and eat a steak. No problem. No problem. I have an issue. They so can. So I guess they, like restriction. I yeah, they can, can go to a cookout and eat eat the meats. You know what I mean? They can go out anywhere and and have all of those things. There's you can find protein anywhere. Hmm. You know what I mean? They don't they don't feel restricted because they every time they go to a restaurant they have to eat a salad because that's what their diet is is saying that they need to do or they need to eat boiled chicken.
1: Hmm.
0: You can literally eat as much bacon as you want. You know, it may not be the healthiest way to keto, but you can. For the, the the basics of keto, you can eat bacon and steaks and, you know, you can yeah. cook your food in, in oil. You know what I mean? Like I can sear a steak, you know what I mean? And top it with, with some clarified butter. And there, I, I no can, issue. Yeah, it's no issue at all. Yeah. I it's can, keto. It's keto. It, it's keto. <laughs> you know what I mean? My only caveat is this. Uh, I don't, I hate. So all of you people that make keto desserts, there's no such thing as a keto dessert. <laughs> it's no such thing. It's not keto. It's funny. The only thing that it may do is it may not f up your your keto endeavors. Okay. So it may have a little less carbs, but if you're only allotted fifty grams of carbohydrates in a day, and it has fifteen, you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, it won't mess up your your your. It won't mess up your keto theoretically, but you don't have carbs for nothing else the rest of the day. Vegetables are mm. carbohydrates, just mm. so people know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Fruit is carbohydrates. Avocado is a is a carbohydrate. There are some healthy fats in it, but it is a it is a carbohydrate. That's right. You were telling me it has like what is it more it, almonds carbohydrate? Mm. Everything. So like, I'm gonna waste it. Like, and this is how, how I feel too. Like, I'm gonna waste my carbs on a thin, crunchy cookie that kind of tastes like the ones I like. I'd rather just wait. (laughs) I'd rather just wait and eat it later. You know what I mean? Seems fair. Now, if you have no taste for cookies or sweets or anything like that, hey, keto might be the best thing for you. The cool thing about keto, too, is that it does, because of the way you eat, you do get a cheat day
1: every week. At least it feels like, I mean, it feels like you're ready. Right? Well, I think, you should. I think no, a lot of it, oh, you should. Yeah,
0: because you have to replenish your carbohydrate stores at some point in time. Oh, like, so, so you would rec- say. Exactly. Because there's a way to do everything. Mm. And if you don't, and I, I think that's what I need to do on, on the site too, is detail what these diets are and how they look. You know what I mean? You just want to detail how they look and everything
1: else. Yeah. So. That actually would be really great because I mean, if I would have known this before, I think my progress through this would have been, you know, I would have been there way earlier, way sooner than where we are now. And it definitely, I think, just the 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 fact of just even giving someone, giving people an idea where to start and how to start is Mm -hmm. is very, very crucial. Think about it.
0: When I first met you, how big
1: were you? Uh, I was sitting up at maybe about two eighty. 280, 285.
0: 285. Yeah. And you, when I first met you, you were starting this oh, yeah. 30 pounds in 30 day challenge. Something like that, yeah. Right? And you fluctuated from, you didn't even hit I the didn't, 30 pounds. I didn't pounds. hit the 30 pounds, no. I, I hate those types of things too. We, 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 we're we going to talk about that too. Like yeah. structuring like realistic goals, mm-hmm. 30 pounds in 30 days. First off, is super hard to do. Mm. Not very healthy to do, super hard to do. But the hard part about that is that they actually punish you if you don't meet that only that goal because you lost how much? I think it was like
1: uh, it was close. I might have been like maybe twenty six, twenty seven pounds. I was off by like three or four pounds, I believe. Yeah, yeah, but
0: you don't get anything for that progress. Mm. That's
1: terrible. It was either the thirty, it was the full thirty, or nothing. Exactly, and I, I don't like structures yeah, like that either. But but
0: I mean, we can go on and on about that. But back to the dieting, like all right, I'm I'm done talking about the. The keto, the keto sweets. There's no such thing. But I, the goal of the goal about finding your personal eating philosophy is taking into consideration your schedule. Mm, that's huge, actually, really huge. That should be the first thing you do. Do yeah. you have the time to eat like that? Yes. You know exactly. What I mean? Secondly, do you have the resources? Mm. You know what I mean? Like maybe you have to do some sort of hybrid. Like I've I've trained, crazy thing that I, to even say this now, right? Like I've trained people all over the world.
1: Mm.
0: You know what I mean? That's one cool. of my favorite people that I've met is a chef. Really? Yeah, not you. Yeah, Not you. Damn it. I mean, you are one of my favorite people, just not in this. But she, I don't, well, actually, you know what? She's not a chef. She's a restaurateur. So she owns restaurants in uh, Dubai. Oh, okay. And then she moved from Dubai to France Ooh. doing the same thing. Damn. And when we had our discuss, so Kareen, if you're listening to this, Kareen Ani, this is for you. Ooh. But when she, uh, probably shouldn't have said her name, but when she uh, was, when we were working through her program, like we had to take into consideration mm. that this is what she did. So mm-hmm. her schedule is not conducive to having such low calories or restrictive diets because there are going to be times where she has to taste, where she has mm. to eat, and she has to you know what I mean? Or right. if you're a you know, a high end businessman, I like when we when I was running the uh the when I was doing health coaching over at MGM, like there's a, a myriad of people, right? Like right. some people are hosts and hostesses where their job is to wine and dine their clients. So they don't always have you know, the opportunity to eat a very restrictive diet. So you have to build something within their actual lifestyle. Exactly. But we create all of these nutrition philosophies and we call them diets. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They call them diets because that's like a scare word. Like when I say diet, that means you have to do it this way.
1: That's what I say. Is that you know why I mean? like there's that connection behind diet? Because that's what it means. It's exactly. like you have to do it. Because that way. you
0: have to do it. Because- when you go back to my original stance mm-hmm. is that in order to lose weight, you have to eat less right, you have to. than what you burn, what mm-hmm. you use in order to gain weight. You have to eat more than what you exactly. What you're, uh, However, what we say is that in order to lose weight, you have to be keto mm-hmm. in order to lose weight. You have to be vegan in order to be healthy. You have to be a vegetarian. In order to be whatever you only eat are organic or you can that's bull.
1: But that's not what that's not how philosophy works, no, right? No. Philosophy is kind of like stay within these parameters, right? You you stay within this and you'll still see the success. There you go. It's yeah. like bowling. Bowling. You ready for this analogy? Oh,
0: so the diet is the lane. Diet
1: is the lane, right? Okay, because you're not
0: bowling if you don't have the lane in the pins. All right. Right. Fair enough. Now. You can roll whatever ball you choose, whatever ball fits. That's right. There's something heavier, lighter. You can roll a heavy ball. You can roll a light ball. Hmm. You can put all three fingers in it. You can put the two fingers in the top. You can roll it with a hook. You can roll it down the middle. You Hmm. can do whatever, right? Okay. You can do whatever you want to. That would be your philosophy, your personal philosophy to get this ball from here down the lane and hit the pins that would be your your nutrition philosophy the diet is the freaking bowling alley huh that is because crazy. you can't actually be bowling if you don't have that hmm. just like you can't actually lose weight if you're not eating less Period. Than 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 what you are utilizing. Period. Is that's that's it. But how you choose to get there is a personal choice. Stop letting these people tell you that you have to do it this way. All these stupid ass documentaries that come out and scaring people into eating certain ways and and yeah. and, and it's it's bullcrap. Now, if you are vegan for a social reason or an, or an economic reason or whatever, great. So be it. All power. So you. be it. I 100% support that. But if you're telling people that being vegan is the only way to be healthy, you should be ashamed of yourself. You should be absolutely ashamed Mm -mm. because it is not. Because we have seen many, many people be healthy on a diet the opposite of yours.
1: Exactly. Many
0: people. We have, in America, we have freaking gave the death penalty to rice and bread and everything else for real you i remember I mean? for the
1: longest time like when this whole craze started right there'd be one week i'd read about like how whole eggs yeah. raw whole eggs are the best way to eat them next week you come out oh no it's only the whites that have them yeah. you know and then it's like every single week there was yeah. always then there's another one's like
0: oops my bad we was wrong completely yeah, yeah they're they're yeah. healthy you can eat them yeah uh, side note to that don't eat raw eggs your body can't process all of the protein and oh, raw eggs well, there you have it. as it can in cooked eggs, unless you're going for something else, right? Right. So, all of that stuff matters, bro. That's it matters. Crazy. 100% matters.
1: I mean, I really I hope people really do be able to think about now, like the difference that there is a difference between a diet and an eating philosophy. Like, diet shouldn't be an eating philosophy. The eating philosophy is what that's that's on you, that's what you want it to be, what you choose it to be, what works for you. Around your lifestyle, around everything. Now, whether it is if you're looking to lose weight, gain weight, or stay the same, that's not going to change.
0: That's not going to change. It doesn't matter where you are or when you are. Like, we look. So, so I love stand up co- comedy. Okay. Right? I love stand up comedy. And I'm watching this guy's name's Tom Papa. Like, if you look at him, mm-hmm. he does not look like he would be a comedian.
1: Okay. Like, he
0: looks like he would be like your kid's soccer coach. Oh, you know, all I mean? right. and he doesn't really want to be coaching. He's only doing it because <laughs> like it's either he coaches and he's the only one who has time mm. or no one gets to play soccer. Oh, so I see. So he steps in and all he does is just clap his hands at everybody and say good job, girls. That's a good image <laughs> that you painted on. That. <laughs> but he says, he's he's telling a story about like how people are with dieting and everything else. And he's mm. like he's like none of you guys are are killing it. He's like he's like you're you're living a life trying to be better and you're, you know, and you lost five pounds, but you don't eat bread. Like you don't eat bread. Like you don't eat bread. Ever? Ever? Like you never eat bread ever. And you only lost five pounds? Mm. It's like, come on, there's a better way. I see. Right? There's a yeah. better way to to approach these things because you don't have to cut everything out. Uh, An entire continent in Asia eats rice every day with every meal, and they are small. Yeah, they're not. So is it rice? Or is it somebody out there saying, No, it's American rice. American rice (laughs) is what makes you makes you big bullshit. I'm getting super amped (laughs) up right now and and I'm starting to swear. I gotta stop. But geez, I mean like people get this thing so mixed up. Like, I hate nutrition documentaries.
1: Why is it? Oh, because they're, well, one, they're it super one-sided. one-sided they're the super time, one-sided right? yeah. and they
0: use fear. Mm. And for me, fear overshadows the truth. I think playing with
1: people's emotions, right? Yeah. Is, uh, it
0: overshadows the truth. Yeah. The The reason why a documentary like Game Changers or Forks Over Knives
1: or what else? Uh I don't know, I think. There's
0: a couple other ones out there. The reason why they're successful is because they're not actually educating anyone, they're scaring people. Mm. And they're playing into something that we already have, um, especially in America. So America is one of the larger Nations. countries, right? Countries. <laughs> per capita. And we, but yet we are, we also spend billions of dollars in the health and wellness industry. But yet the number of the, 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 the cases of obesity are going up and up and up. Right. So with that, like, yes, that's the reason why I can put out a documentary and, and scare you and say you're, you're the F word, F for fat. You're the F word because you eat like this and you're like, oh, I do eat like that. You know mm. what I mean? And then I paint this picture that the only way to be healthy, like they use these examples where this guy went vegan, you know what I mean? And his and his story is always like, yeah, I used to eat McDonald's every day. And, oh. You know, and I was going and it didn't go anywhere. And I just, Did you know, I just had the chicken nuggets and the Beckmocks And every now and again, I throw in a Mexican pizza from Taco Bell. <laughs> and it was just my favorite. I just love it. And then I went vegan and within the f- first 30 days i felt better and my numbers improved it well was no like, duh is it the v ve- is it vegan or is it the fact that you're not eating
1: processed foods anymore
0: almost, almost hit the f word yeah and not the, not the <laughs> not the bad i'm talking about the really bad one oh. you know what i mean like come on yeah it's not because you're vegan it's because you're not eating bullcrap
1: yeah you know what i'm saying like, that's God. absolutely right and so I, I, stop I, doing that That's what really gets you like. I I get get, so
0: upset. And then they use these terminologies that if you don't do your research, like it'll, it'll go over your head, but only will it go over your head, but it'll, it will change you. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, so there's a, there was a, one of these documentaries that kept calling food, meat, a carcinogen. Really? Yeah. A class two carcinogen. Right. And it's like, the way they made it sound, because they, they were saying that carcinogens cause cancer. And I was like, holy crap. Like, they're telling people that meat causes cancer. Okay. So I go online and I'm looking up what, what these classes of carcinogens are mm-hmm. and what else are class two carcinogens. What and it's like things like hot water. So I'm like, so you're telling me coffee is a carcinogen.
1: If it's hot water, then yeah.
0: Right? Dust. <laughs> Is That's a question. carcinogen. So I'm like, so. but we're honing in on meat. On meat. You know what I mean? Mm. And when we're only talking about this from a clear nutritional standpoint. We're not talking about any type of social impacts and and, mm. and things like that. Like we're That's not a talking about it. That right is now. a totally different thing and it has absolutely nothing to do with nutrition. Mm. You know what I mean? I get you now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it, especially if you're like into, you know- Humanely raised like I I know people who only eat humanely raised uh, animals and things like that. I'm I'm with all of that, but I'm talking from a clear nutritional standpoint. There is no benefit to for most people. There is no benefit to eating vegan, keto or anything else over another. Mm -hmm. The only thing that matters is if it works for you, period. And if it works for you. Do that shit. Hmm. Serious. Do it. Just don't. Don't spew your dogmatic nutritional approaches onto everyone else. Yeah, you know what I mean.
1: I mean, it's fine. Like, I guess that's a little. It's a weird thing too, because sometimes, like, then it almost feels like we're telling people not to share the success. Like, by all means, share your yeah, success. share it, share it up. Just share what. And say that this is what worked for you. Don't say that you have to do this because it worked for me. Exactly. Because we're
0: all different. We all have different circumstances. We all have different approaches and we all have different things that are available to us. Mm-hmm. You know? And if you are, you know, you don't have a lot of money and you don't have, you know, all of the resources to go shop at farmers markets and get your 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 produce fresh and everything else, there's still a path for you. Right. And I think sometimes what we do is we almost kind of like Shun out the people who can't do what we do because they can't get what we got. So then they're looking at, like, well, almost like this is, I, I almost tear up every single time. And it's like, almost like being healthy is a rich man's sport. It's, it shouldn't be. It's portrayed it's that not, way though, it's, right? It's definitely portrayed that way, but it isn't. You don't need to get, I'm going to go off on a tangent, but you don't need to get the gadgets, the gizmos, the, the high price nutrition. You don't need, there is a way for you to do this. And that is what we do at plus one.
1: Exactly. I mean, heck dude, you can even, honestly, like I, I even kind of preach on like frozen vegetables sometimes. <laughs> it's like one of the best things you can do. because, To be honest, man, I,
0: like there's a lot of reports that come out that say, Frozen produce may be better than fresh mm. because frozen produce are are picked closer to when they're at its full ripeness. Therefore, like getting more of those nutrients and go. stuff, and then you just have to store. It stays on the vine or on the mm. tree longer, and then it's flash frozen in time mm-hmm. and given to you. To where if you, buy, if you bought bananas right now, those bananas were picked dark-ass green. So I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm fired <laughs> up. We have to. But they're picked dark green- four or five days ago Mm -hmm. and they just spent the last five days in a box on a truck. So there's a big difference between fresh and frozen because to me, fresh is if I can go out there and pick my stuff on the, off the vine
1: Mm. and then bring
0: it in and cook it right then and there. Right.
1: Okay. Yeah. that's, That's fresh. That's fresh. Frozen.
0: If I go buy bananas, Oh, I would pick the, five days ago. You know, that's not fresh. I just I mean they're fresh, Ish. but they're also like in the middle of decay. Like they've been decaying. Like they're not getting nutrients off the vine. They're mm. just going through the decay process and we're trying to get right in the middle. I might be wrong, but still.
1: I mean, it's it's a fair, I'm pretty sure I'm not opinion. wrong
0: though. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm just like i we're going to talk about this a lot in our mm-hmm. podcast because I think it is such a big deal, a valuable thing that I want to I want to hammer into people's brains. The it's reason why exciting. we take this approach and plus one, we do all the hard work. We do all the exercise programming and the meal planning. All the all the resources and the access.
1: Mm.
0: That is the reason why plus one is exists, because. Health is not a rich person' sport, and it shouldn't be nor it should be, so for twenty four dollars a month or nineteen dollars a month, you can have access to all of it, plus the community mm. you know what I mean, yeah, so it's like you don't you don't have an excuse,
1: there shouldn't be one
0: you don't have an excuse if you you and and we are all inclusive when it comes to eating philosophies, yes, <laughs> we will meet you wherever you are, actually our uh recovery uh, especially the lady who's doing all our recovery, oh, Catherine, right. she's a vegan. She's vegan. And I had to be, had to have this conversation as long. I was like, hey, just understand that I'm cool with you being vegan. We're not that type of organization. Right. You know what I mean? Just don't get into a place where you're preaching to people that being a vegan is the only way to go because it isn't. Exactly. It just isn't. There are many, many ways. Some people can't and some people don't want to. I know I know somebody who went vegan. The only thing that they did was take the meat out of the uh, oh out, out of the meal. The dish. So you're still having like a salad with mashed potatoes and corn, just no steak. Eek. I'm like, that's not a, that's not that's not the way to do it. And 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 by all means, there's there's a healthy there's a healthy and an unhealthy way in each. I know with being a vegan though, there's a lot of. Variables that you have to make sure that you do in order to mm. do it correctly. So if if vegan is the way to go, there are some variables that you have to do. You still have to get your nutrients. You still have to get your protein. You still have, to, and all protein isn't the same. So you have to make sure that you're mm. mixing it up and you're doing a very good job at that. So, you know, I, I think this podcast has gone on a little long about me ranting and sitting on my soapbox. You know, we're going to talk about this, and we're gonna we're gonna define this thing over and over and over again, because I think it is super important. This is just, you know, scratching the surface of what we can talk about in regards to this particular topic. But just remember these things diets are the absolutes. The only way that you can lose weight. I mean, from a a dietary standpoint, the only way for you to lose weight is to eat less. Mm -hmm. The only way to gain weight is to eat more. And the only way to maintain is to be right around what you utilize. Everything else is a philosophy. How you choose to get there is it's your you. personal preference. It is not it is not the end all be all. Stop swearing by these things because the only swearing that you need to be about is just for yourself.
1: And I think it, actually before we end that, I, I just thought about a good point with that too. It's like and, and, and not one way to get in there is always gonna work. You know what I mean? Don't be afraid. Only only because, say, like keto doesn't work for you to get there, don't just stop. Like maybe just keto isn't the way for you to get there. Try something Try else. Try something new. Try something else.
0: I mean, yeah. maybe you just take a hybrid approach and you take everything and some days you eat keto, which technically you can't, because keto is not a diet, it is a physiological response. So you could be eating keto but not keto. Mm. But that we can talk about that later. That's a whole so nother- keto, yeah, being keto. Yeah. Being keto is a physiological response. That means your body is utilizing fat as its energy source. So you would have to test that to ensure that you are in ketosis. Mm. If you're not eat- in ketosis, then you're just eating low carb.
1: Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, so that's right. That, too that would different. be the difference.
0: So, yeah. So we'll, we'll end it at that. You know, I want to kind of wrap that up. And, uh, you know, I, and I guess my question to you all, if you're listening to this, post on Facebook or Instagram. Uh, what eating philosophy is your favorite and why? Let mm-hmm. us know in the comments. Yes, please. Let us know everywhere because we would love to hear what you have to say. So with that, we are signing off for another successful podcast. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us at support at plusonecommunity.com. Be sure to go over to plus1community.com and check out all of our blogs and everything else. And yeah. don't forget to follow us on Pinterest, Facebook, and Instagram. Oh, yeah. We're doing some really cool things this month and I'm excited to share it with you. And we
1: are out. Thank you for listening to the People Like Us podcast, brought to you by PlusOneCommunity.com. We hope you learned something valuable to allow you to get a little bit healthier, have a little more fun for a little while longer. And if you did, be sure to share this with your friends, family, and colleagues. Also, make sure you subscribe to this podcast on whatever platform you listen to, so you don't miss an episode. And tell us what you think if you are inclined to do so. Thank you again. Take care and remember... If you are a person like us, we see you. Ciao.